This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Outspoken with White and Jordan. 100% engagement. It's a total disrespect. Download, stand well back, listen. Jim White and Simon Jordan. I don't see that view. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Hello and thanks for downloading Outspoken, the podcast that brings you the very best of our talk sports show. On today's episode, with Sam Allardyce set to take over at relegation-threatened Leeds United, I speak to club legend Lee Boyer, who says he would love to return. Plus, with Queen's Park Rangers Championship status now secured, we hear exclusively from midfielder Stefan Johansson, especially on his fellow countryman Erling Haaland. It's all go, Simon. Yesterday, I floated it to you uh, by, by a lot more than judgment on my part, I have to admit. Sam Allardyce for Leeds, and you were saying, well, I mean, maybe, no, surely not. Mm. Well, surely yes. Yep. Uh, the talking as we speak goes on. I was sent a text just minutes ago saying we're still talking. It's going to get done. Uh, Talk Sports Chief Football Correspondent is Alex Crook, and he's the man in the know. Alex, good morning. What do you know? Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Simon. Well, plenty of pivoting going on at Leeds over the course <laughs> of this season. Absolutely incredible situation, isn't it? If you include uh, Skubala, their caretaker manager, this will be their fourth boss of the season. Surely that usually spells disaster. But as you say, Jim, Sam Allardyce uh, is the man who is set to come in and replace Javi Grazia. Javi Grazia, I think, will be at the training ground today to say his final farewells to the Leeds players after a 70-day reign in charge, and Sam Allardyce set to take over tomorrow. As you say, talks ongoing. I was told a few minutes ago uh, that terms pretty much agree between Allardyce and Leeds. I think it will be a contract for the final four games of the season. And they're not easy matches, are they? They've got Manchester City away. They've got Newcastle at Ellen Road. They've got West Ham away. You don't lose often 
at London Stadium against teams in the bottom half of the table. And then they've got Spurs on the final day of the season. Who knows what you're going to get from Spurs by then. So it's a massive undertaking. But Sam Allardyce, someone who's proved himself a firefighter before, it's going to be an appointment that will divide opinion amongst Leeds fans. Uh, I put a Twitter poll out this morning. Are you happy about this appointment? It's literally split down the middle. 49% of Leeds fans happy with Allardyce coming in. 51% not happy with the appointment. And just to add to it, I understand that you've got Lee Bowyer coming on this programme between now and one o'clock. I think he's also been spoken to in the last 24 hours by the Leeds hierarchy. So too Tony Poulis. So they're going down a particular route, aren't they? My goodness. So, so, th- so that proves, Alex, that they've decided Javi Gracia uh, is uh, looking at the exit door no matter what. You're right. We're going to be speaking to Lee Bowyer very shortly. I mean, Simon, it's a method to this madness. In comes Big Sam. Again, another job for him. Well, there's clearly method. Now, whether it's madness at the end of it is a different discussion, but there's clearly method. Now, they've got four games left. This, this, it's in, it's, you know, it's in, it's in, you know, it's inconceivable that we're going to get to see, see Leeds turn over Man City and Newcastle. You know, if they're very lucky, they might get a result in some shape or form and a point against Newcastle, but I can't even see that. So this has to be preparation and galvanizing of this rather flimsy Leeds side into some sort of unit that can defend, maybe come out of the two games that we're talking about without the sort of, pummeling that potentially was on offer as a result of the current situation. When you're getting beat five by Palace, you're getting beat six by Liverpool and four by Bournemouth, then there's a distinct possibility you're going to get beat the same by Man City and possibly Newcastle, and that is of no use to them when they go preparing for the two games that they will be targeting in four or five points from. We can't get five, but four, certainly four points from, yeah, which will obviously be the uh, the last two games of the season. Do you bite the move, what Radarazani's doing? Um, yes and no. Yes, because... There's a part of me that likes Sam Allardyce and has always liked him. I've known him for a long time. There's another part of me that says, look at West Bromwich Albion. And that, I think, was his swan song. Um, but Sam Allardyce is a formidable character that will go in there and get in people's ears. Lee Bowyer will add something else in the mix if he's going into the mix. Pulis will add something else. They clearly, for whatever reason, and I don't think Gracia is a bad coach, for whatever reason... He's not able to get that group of players together. Yeah. Whatever reason, yeah. they've started to fall apart. And they started to fall apart after a, a brilliant first half against Palace. They dominated Palace. They were all over Palace. And they came in disappointed to be at one all. And for whatever reason, they absolutely fell apart in the second half. And it's been a race to the bottom from there. Yeah, yeah. Now, there must be... It's a desperate move. It's the throw of a dice to say, we have got to stay in this division. To be able to have taken Jesse Marsh out, which, by the way, I think was the right decision. I'm not suggesting that Gracia was the was the one you should be racing toward, but to take Marsh out and replace him with something better was something I would have advocated for. They possibly didn't, given the outcomes, and yeah. albeit they started quite well, and Gracia looked sensible. This, to me, looks like I tell you what, just give us something that can galvanise his group of players because they've gone. Yeah, yeah. and Alec Dice will galvanise them. He'll make them more resolute. But four games. I suppose if you've got a limited amount of time, your voice won't become repetitive in that time, will it? Well, that's true. I mean, messages flying in here, Alex. Some suggesting, Big Sam, are you kidding? He's been around forever. There's Peter in Haddenham, wherever Haddenham is. Uh, good morning to you, Peter. Big Sam, they'll need to tell him there are substitutes in the game these days and balls don't have laces tied in them anymore. I mean, a, a lot of people are <laughs> yeah, saying, that's a, no, that's this, a silly is, observation. This, is, this is too desperate a measure. But... It's a measure that the Leeds hierarchy think they've got to make. And also, um, uh, also Alex, am I right uh, that Javi Gracia isn't going to be the only departure today? 
Yep, I think you are, Jim. Uh, Victor Orta has become a very unpopular figure amongst the Leeds fans. He, he made a complete balls up, didn't he, to be honest, of Jesse Marsh's departure and bringing in a replacement at one stage. They had various managers watching from the stands at Ellen Road. And then when the Leeds fans said, we don't want him, he said, OK, let's go in a different direction. He almost stumbled upon Javi Grazia. Uh, I think his position has been under scrutiny for some time. And he is also expected to depart along with Javi Grazia, the man that he tasked with trying to keep Leeds in the Premier League. So it's uh, it's a day of carnage, really, in many ways. But just to touch on a couple of those text messages, I think if you look around, there are recent examples of where these firefighters, these old school managers have come in and actually it's worked out. Crystal Palace, I think a lot of Palace fans weren't particularly enamoured when Roy Hodgson was reappointed. He's kept them in the Premier League. Neil Warnock, similar vintage to Allardyce, has done a wonderful job at Huddersfield. So I actually can see the sense in this appointment. I think it's just come too late. I think they should have appointed Big Sam when they got rid of Jesse Marsh. Hard-edged, hard-nosed, hard to beat. Outspoken with White and Jordan. So these fans very much uh, have a, a mixed opinion on whether or not this notion, well, it's more than a notion, it's happening. Sam Allardyce going in for the final four games to try and save Leeds United from relegation from the Premier League. It is all going on out there. Victor Orta, the director of football, set to go as well. Uh, one famous name from the past at Leeds United, he and John playing there. They, they had great times under David O'Leary. Is one Lee Boyer. Now, uh, many Leeds United fans saying this morning, what about Boyer? We'd love his passion back at the football club. Would he be back? Well, let's have a listen. Just before we came on air, I had a chat with Lee Boyer uh, about the current situation. And I said to him, first off, Javi Gracia, with four games to go, set to leave the club today. What's your reaction? I think that it's been a difficult time for him I think uh, the results of late, the goals they're conceding, Big Sam, he, he, he's done it before and, and now they're, they're trying to bring him in to save them really because they're, they're not in a good place at the moment. I mean, it seems almost like desperate measures, Lee, doesn't it? Yeah, but and if you look at the fixtures, Jim, like the, the one thing they have to do is tighten up defensively. They have to go back to basics. You can't keep conceding fours, fives, sixes in games and you're never going to win, Jim. You're never going to pick up a point, you know. So I think um, if it is Big Sam and he will go solid, off, I'm, I'm guessing, and try and sort out that defensive side of things and be a bit more difficult to beat, you know. I mean, the next four games, Lee, Manchester City, Newcastle, West Ham, Spurs, are they going to be too much for even him? If I was Sam going in there, the one thing I'd look at is the two home games, for sure. I'd look at the two home games because you've got them fans. Them fans are, are amazing up there, Jim, and, and they can make a big difference. So as long as they stay in games, then they'll keep going and keep going behind their team. So I'd look at the two home games. Yes, Newcastle's a good team, and so are Spurs, two of the top five at the moment. But I, I think they could pick up points there at home. And West Ham, by the time they play West Ham, they could be safe. And West Ham's in the semi-final already of, of that European Cup. So I'd look at them three games. Man City, look, for the, the form they're in, Jim, it's going to be difficult. Like, let's be realistic here to pick anything up. But the next three games after that, two at home, one away to West Ham, I think they're the games they've got to really focus on. I mean, heads are bound to be down, Lee. Are the ingredients in that team still there sufficient to, to keep them up? They started really well against Leicester, started really well against Palace, but then they concede and, and then the wheels just seem to fall off. I think they've just got to go back to basics. 
be difficult to beat. Put your body on the line. Just just do the basics, Jim. Make sure your man don't score. You know that that goes such a long way in football. It's not a complicated game. Just just do the right things and, and defend your box properly. Put your body on the line. These are the things that they've got to do now. They've got four games to go. And if they don't do that, then they're going to be in trouble. Leeds United, Lee, a club close to your heart. If called upon, could you do a job for them? Would you be willing? Oh, I love the club, Jim, you know, and I had great times there. And if, if I had to call, then, of course, it, uh, I would never turn that job down. Never, ever. I have a great relationship with the fans and, and, and with the club. So uh, that will never change. If I was lucky enough to get that call one day, then, yeah, I, I would jump it and, and I'd be honoured to take that club forward. But sorry to be pessimistic, Lee, if relegation looms and becomes a reality, how disastrous would that be for Leeds United? Because it's taken them long enough to get back to the top flight. Yeah, and again, I feel for the fans, I feel for the club, everyone associated with it, you know, because they worked so hard to get back into the Premier League. Like, they was in League One at one stage, Jim. Like, it was crazy what happened to that club. But they were still getting 20-odd thousand in League One turning up to support their club so with the history and, and everything that comes with that football club it just can't bear to think about like Leeds going back down to the championship because it's so hard to get out of there and and, and they know only so well that it's difficult. Lee Boyer speaking to me a, a short time ago I mean I love his passion Simon uh, when he played in the Leeds shirt the Leeds uh, United faithful loved him for the way he went about the job. He still got a huge admiration and affection for the football club. The if club called upon, you bet I would do a job for them. Uh, I'd, I'd jump at the chance. Well, who knows? Allardyce in the box seat to take over, but who's to say Boyer doesn't get in there some, in some shape or well, form as well? you know, you wouldn't be surprised, would you, if there's an outcome at the end of it. Even if it's the worst outcome, you could see... Uh, a metric where perhaps Lee Bowyer, if, if he is going in with Sam Allardyce, comes out the other side as a manager of Leeds United. You can see that potential play. Now, of course, there's many twists and there's many different um, permutations of what Leeds United could look like. It could look like still being owned by Andrea Redrazzini. It could be owned by the Americans. Um, it could be something completely different based upon what division that they're in. Yeah. But... I mean, Lee's done okay. He's done a great job at Charlton. Obviously, Birmingham was a more difficult task, as I told him at the time, and ended up being that way. Um, Leeds United is a, is a big football club. 17 years outside. And there's a lot of reasons why that was the case. If people like Ken Bates weren't spending all their time pre-packing Leeds in and out of, of, out of commercial uh, obligations, then they might have spent less time in League One. Because there's no reason that club should have been in League One, besides the ownership at the top was probably wasn't right at the time. But here they are back in the Premier League. I, do, I don't think it's a disaster if they go down. I think they're probably likely to bounce back. But notwithstanding it, what a waste of time. What an opportunity missed. I thought when Leeds United landed in the Premier League that there would be a period of consolidation, which they didn't have. They went straight for the stars, didn't they? Yeah. And took the moon and the way up almost. Mm. And then the next two seasons has been a bleeding disaster. Okay. Well, Lee Boyer um, is out and about. He's in this part of the world this morning. He's down here in the southeast, so um, he's getting on with his uh, daily routine. Big Sam, we're hearing, in talks with Leeds United. That should be announced soon that he's going to take over between now and the end of the season. And Victor Orta, the football director, will go as well. He'll leave with Javi Gracia. Simon, you've done contracts all yeah. your life. When you were in charge of Palace, no doubt you would uh, you would lay out big big deals in yeah. front of managers, certainly performance based ones. What can, second guess this for me? What what's Rodriguez offering Allardyce? Well, first of all, I should imagine Sam's on the phone to Brinks Matt, um, wanting to make sure that the delivery of his salary and any bonuses that he will get if he keeps him in the Premier League are delivered safely. 
because it will be significant. I would think that somewhere between a million and three million is what he's going to get paid what? if they keep leading the Premier League. For four games? This is it. This is the nature of the beast. Certainly a million quid. Certainly a million quid. What, 250 grand a game? Well, do you know what? Footballers are getting 500 grand a week. What do you expect? This is the nature of the beast. Incentivised though? Of course. He's yeah. not going to get it for taking them down, is he? No, no, no. <laughs> um, if he keeps them up, there will be a bonus, I suspect, between one and three million, probably somewhere in the middle. It will be somewhere, I think, like a million and a half, maybe two, but either which way, we're all, pont we're all guessing, but it will be seven figures, no doubt about it. Great work if you can get it, isn't it? Well, this is it. This is what you do. If you've got a resume that enables you to, pipe, to pop up out of nowhere, you make money out of football. Sometimes you get it for old rope. This will not be old rope, but it certainly won't be a passage of work, a time, will it? It won't be some body of work that he's done. Well, it'll, right. ju it'll just be mm. getting these players to face the right way and getting leads out of losing 150 million quid. Yeah, I suppose when you put it like that, yes, it's money well spent. Yeah, I mean, it's, it shows you the absolute profligacy of this industry. It shows you what you can get paid in football, it, you know, in those sort of those sort of terms. You can ask the same question: What's Roy Hodgson getting for going into Palace? Yeah, true. Because the question could have been asked then of what he would be getting. And you look at it and you say, in this world where people and we're all different and circumstances are different and comparing one industry to another, but in this world we're talking about a fella going into a dressing room to get a group of highly paid players to face the right way and get a couple of million quid out of it. It does make. Now that's not the reason why he's getting a couple of million quid. What he's getting a couple of million quid for is the 25 years of experience. That he had as a manager. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Spoken with White and Jordan. We're way back in September. Um, of a course, Tottenham the, win. Yeah, Tottenham win. Uh, the season was well underway. I popped down to Millwall, Queens Park Rangers, and at the end of that game, Simon, uh, I had a chat with the Queens Park Rangers midfielder, the Norwegian Stefan Johansson, and we spoke about how QPR played that night. They then were on to hit a very, very rough patch in the season, but they've survived to fight in the Championship again next season. But uh, Johansson that night took time out to talk to me about his fellow countryman Erling Haaland in his first season at Manchester City and he surprised many in September by saying Erling Haaland will score 50 plus goals this season to which everybody said you are kidding 50 plus goals so what's Erling Haaland uh, on at the moment with a few games still to go in the Premier League and of course the Champions League and of course the FA Cup final he's on 50 goals I spoke to Stefan earlier this morning it hasn't surprised him because I think you could see 
50 is a big number, but I could see it coming because like, it's just a mach- goal-scoring machine. and It's obviously playing in a very good team, which helps him a lot, but you know, the number speaks for itself. Has he come up to what you expected, Stefan, or might he exceed your expectations if he adds to that 50? When we spoke, you know, it was kind of... I wasn't surprised whatsoever. So for him to produce these numbers now, it's uh, it just shows how good he is at the moment. And um, I think he can get even more. And, you know, they're still looking to win the Premier League. He's still in the Champions League. And then, you know, obviously the Cup as well. So it could turn out to be a hell of a season for him. Is he already amongst the best in the world? Is he the best striker in the world right at this moment? Yeah, I would say so. The best number nine, you know, I think numbers don't lie. And, you know, the way he's playing at the moment, I think it's hard to look past him. So he's definitely, definitely up there, yeah. He's such a youngster, Stefan. I mean, his approach, does it surprise you? He looks as if he's just taken the English game by the scruff of the neck. A lot of people asked me when I was coming over and stuff, and I said to them, his strengths will suit the league. You know, it's, it's quite a tough league to play in, you know. It's a physical league and stuff, but he's, he's got all the attributes, you know. His pace, his strength, and, you know, obviously his finishing is, is ridiculous as well. So I, I could kind of see it coming that the league would suit him as well. So, again, I'm not very surprised. Under Guardiola and alongside De Bruyne, is he set to become the most unstoppable force the Premier League has ever seen? Yeah, well, it's hard to say. Obviously, he's been, been great players over the, over the last years and so. But um, I think they have got one of the, the best managers in the world the squad they're building now as well and, and the players he's got around them is uh, definitely helping the players like obviously De Bruyne but you have Grealish you got Foden Gundogan so you know they, they, they're going to provide him with with assists so um, it's, a, it's a great team and it's fun to watch them at the moment Have you sent your personal congratulations to him Stefan? No, I haven't done that yet. I think he's got plenty of messages to read about, so uh, he's probably a busy man, so I might leave it to the end of the season. <laughs> oh, Stefan Johansson. Um, he said it then, and he's standing by it just now. This guy's a phenomenon, Haaland. Uh, I wonder what we, he will end up with, Simon. A handful of games left in the Premier League. Um, two, maybe three, obviously, in the... Uh, well, a couple, isn't it? In the Champions League, three if they win, and, yeah. and an FA Cup final. Four. I mean, yeah, he's nine games left. Has he got nine? He's games? looking at knocking in the sixty door, isn't he? I would think so. Yeah, I mean, unless he gets injured, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, but he has done this everywhere he's gone. Now, okay, one would say the step up from Mulder to Dortmund or were all relative. And then you're going into the Premier League. You can't possibly do it there. But he's not just going into the Premier League, is he? He didn't go and sign for Burnley, did he? Yeah. He went and signed for the team that created the most chances. So with that in mind, it's not surprising that he's going to score 35, 36, 37 Premier League goals. Because it's a side that lends itself to doing that alongside the fact he's a remarkable striker. So with those things in mind, if you look at the, the body of work that he's got... It's there, the evidence is there. The question would be, can it translate? Well, why not? Because they've signed him for a reason, because he was a phenomenon, and they've signed him for the best team. So it would be unrealistic to say, oh, I think if he does well this season, like Dean Saunders the other day, he'd fill off my chair. Oh, he, he should be getting 20 goals a season. <laughs> what? Yeah. He, he, he's, he's a top striker. He's going to get 30 goals a season. That's what they do. Shearer did it for Newcastle, and Newcastle won a great side when he went up there. So what is Erlen Haaland going to do? Okay, Shearer's a different style of player, but Erlen Haaland, Haaland is a phenomenal player. But mm. also, somebody defending this year has been pretty bloody terrible. Well, there is that. But it also shows, Simon, it, it, you know, he has shown 
No, you you don't need to take time to adapt to the Premier Good League. Players. If you hit the ground running, Good players adapt straight away. You can get to the very top. I mean, we, you know, we're just into May and it's but, in fifty. But he's a mindset. First of all, coming to England was home from home for him, wasn't it? Because ultimately, his father had made such a position in this country, and and he had, I think he'd been born here and then moved back to wherever they came from and developed his career in other parts of the world. But coming back to Manchester City was like coming home for him. With his father, so the adjustment in culture and outlook wasn't there because there can be no doubt when you sign a good player, they're good players. What this fellow was talking about, David Webb earlier on, was talking about the approach that people have to get is understanding the mindset of a player. Well, if you buy a building, right, you spend 25 million quid in a building, you make sure you do structural analysis, right? When you're buying a player, structural analysis would be what's their background, who are they hanging about with, what do they do outside of football, where are their character traits? Because those are the good order that they sort of package up now as some revolution and wonderful insight. That, no, no, that's what people should be doing as a matter of course. You're going to spend 20, 10, 5, 500 grand, a million pounds on a footballer. Do your research so that you can get those things out of the way. If they're not good enough, well, then back to the scout and say, why'd you give me a player that wasn't good enough? Yeah. That's a different dynamic. But Erling Haaland has the approach to coin the well-used expression by Rio Ferdinand. He's a winner. <laughs> Is he a winner? Has he won anything yet? Oh, but that's not a winner then, right? Has he won anything, Erling Haaland? Uh, with Manchester... Uh, no, with Dortmund, yeah, but not 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 okay. here. Well, but no one would argue that he's a winner, though, in the instance of a Manchester City player. But 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 he's about to win something here. But it does show Simon that the best world prospects do come here. Um, I mean, you know, when you look at well, your friend and mine, Calafi's well, PSG. Well, tell me that then. Tell me Mbappe have gone up. Have tell, gone me, up. tell me Vinicius Junior. Yeah, tell me Mbappe, other players that we can look at. Tell me that Messi never left. Mbappe's not not knocking the door of a Champions League final. No, he's not. But he doesn't come here. So what's your point? No, but the, the bottom line is this. Haaland is here. He is. And his loving life And, and, the, and a, is regarded as the best. Stephanie Hansen said, no, he is the best. And there's a reason for that, because it's an easy shoe-in. Yeah. Because A, uh, his father was here, um, Alfie Inga Haaland, back in the day. So right. there was a relationship between the club. B, the agent... Managed to, you know, Riola before, you know, you know, God rest his soul, yeah. before he passed away, had put a clause in a contract which enabled him to be released out of Dortmund for a fraction of his comparative commercial worth. 51 million quid got him out the door. Man City can pay him 800 grand a week. So all of those places lead you to one space. And of course, any of these players, I don't disbelieve that Messi... Do you believe that? 800 grand a week? Well, probably. But his basic's nowhere near that. It's uh, super healthy, but well, it's nowhere near that, uh, sure. I would imagine his basic is in excess of 500 grand a week. No, Simon. No, no, no. I'll go find out what Harry Kane's on at Tottenham. I think of what Erling Haaland's going to have been gotten. If you if you're going to buy that player, if you what was his market worth? Was his market worth fifty million quid? No, his release clause says worth fifty million quid. What would you buy Erling Haaland for? You'd have bought him if you're going to buy if you're going to go and buy Fernandez from Benfica for one hundred and five million quid. What are you going to pay? What are you going to pay Erling Haaland? You're going to pay one hundred and fifty million quid for him, or one hundred and twenty million. So they saved seventy million. Where do you think that seventy million landed? His rage packet. Guaranteed. Mm. Or mm. proportion of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, irrespective of what he earned, he's one of the few in this ridiculous, unedifying world of how much football players can get paid. He's one of the he's he's worth the ticket on the price on the ticket, isn't he? Oh, for sure. Because he comes on a pitch, you know what he's gonna do. What you want to see next is defenders start to defend properly against him. Yeah. Yeah, Erling Haaland, 50-plus. And as Stephen Johansson said back in September, and there'll be the ones after that as well. So he was absolutely spot on. We're looking at a few more games to go, and Haaland could be looking at 60-plus 
goals. If you've just joined us, it's been a busy morning. Uh, Leeds United in the news. The sporting director, Victor Orta, was shown the door. He is left by mutual consent. We're waiting for uh, the announcement regarding Javi Gracia. And uh, no no confirmation yet that your friend of mine, Sam Allardyce, is in, but I think it's well, just I about dotting the ice and crossing yeah. the T's, is it not? I mean, it's not up there with Sky standing outside um, Lionel Messi's house, is it? When he was, when he was going to leave and say he's gone, and he hadn't, he was still at Barcelona. But it's pretty much there. Yeah. There's, there's not going to be any egg on anyone's faces about Sam Allardyce landing there, besides maybe Sam's if it doesn't go, right, go the right way. Hard-edged, hard-nosed, hard to beat. Outspoken with White and Jordan.